next question I've got for you. And this is dedicated to a very special girlfriend of mine. Um, you say beautiful women are secretly lonely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next <Dirty one>. <laughs> I agree. I agree with that statement. Yes. Yeah. And, and the funny thing is, like thinking it, thinking in the case of this woman, she says, "I've been scratching my head over this phrase for for weeks now." Were you sure to this this phrase? Well, she read your book and okay. was very excited about it. Um, she said, "Beautiful women are secretly lonely," and then thought, "Well, am I lonely? Don't know. Therefore, am I beautiful? Don't know. <laughs> Can I still be beautiful if I'm not lonely?" Don't think I'm lonely. Maybe I am. Think I'm beautiful, but maybe oh. not. <laughs> so, so she's in a bit of a tangle over this phrase. What? What is yeah. your experience of it? That experience has, has come from um, from my experience of talking to women, and I can't tell you like how many women who are absolute beautiful gems, and they're lonely, lonely, lonely girls, mm. and. Um, and even in the, in, in the physical beauty, the most physical beauty, beautiful girls are the loneliest yeah. because men see them and are intimidated by them. And so they don't get approached or they don't get, you know, um, have interactions with men, uh, unless the guys, uh, are drunk. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and women have told me this a lot. So, you know, like the, you find that you, you look at the most physically attractive women that you know and ask them and they're lonely. They're lonely. They, they, their experiences with men are all surface or drunken the guys are drunken or, mm. uh, or they're intimidated. So they, you know, sabotage it somehow or, and they would like to just go on a date too, like anybody else and have some ice cream, you know, mm. but no, but nobody asked them. Yeah. Nobody asked them because they're too beautiful. She's probably got a boyfriend, you know? So how lonely? I mean, I would love to hear a couple of stories from you just to really demonstrate just how lonely can a very beautiful woman be. Because it's still like, I get you, and I've spoken with women who say they're lonely in certain areas, but still a bit of a baffling phrase. Yeah. For, for me, it was this little passage from the Alabaster Girl. I'll read the, the bit that really touched my heart was... Mm. Once upon a time, she was someone's little girl. No father ever looked down at his little girl, sleeping in his arms, and wished she would grow up unwanted, rejected, and alone someday. Wow. And I, yeah. that brought me to tears. Wow. <laughs> I thought, Jesus. That's, that's, that's what it is, and that Sean. Was me. That, that was just me. You know, and all this, this, um, that's from the story of the girl. The three girls little in a row. Yeah, yeah. And the <laughs> yeah. girl who was overweight. Yeah. And how she's rejected from the company of men rejected from, you know, and, and, and cast aside. And that's a real, real, that's a great statement to me. And because it resonates with me, because I was this mm -hmm. little lost little boy. Right. And, um, it's true. No, nobody ever looked at their little kid says, I hope you grow up to be overweight and unwanted someday. Mm -hmm. I want you to have a, a beautiful life and somebody to love you. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, I forget what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> the beautiful women are secretly lonely. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, this is what I've been taught by women. I don't. I can't speak for the experience of women, and I can't. 
uh, I can't elaborate on it, but I've, this is a theme that I've heard over and over and over and over again from women. So I try to write about it, try to capture that, the essence of that. And maybe I didn't say it in a, in a way that will reson, resonate with women, like mm. your girlfriends is, because I'm a guy trying to describe the experience of women, right? And, mm. and I don't know, you know, I can approximate it. So uh, it's just, this comes from uh, volumes of teachings of women that this is the case. And I get a sense of it. If I think about this girlfriend and this phrase, it's like, this is a, a woman of beauty in the sense of her beauty song is mm. alive and the world can hear it. It's like her community loves her. Her family love her. Everywhere she goes, there is lightness and brightness and people respond and, and want to interact yeah. with her. So it's like, She's clearly beautiful and she doesn't seem lonely mm. because she has uh -huh. options and friends around her. But I imagine that there is a deepest, deepest place, like a very private place, personal place that, that is yearning for that rich, yeah. rich connection being seen. Yeah. Two hearts actually being that open and connected to each yeah. other. Yeah. But in a, in a, in a, in a surface level of two, Women that are, like I said, are very physically attractive. They rarely have honest interactions with men. Mm. Strange. The guys will be like with with yeah. a girl, you know, that doesn't intimidate them so much. They'll be like all normal, but with her, they have to they stay apart. And she's like, I want to be normal too. You know, mm. I, want, I want somebody to like joke and laugh and and tell me dirty jokes too. And we're yeah. trying to watch their walk in eggshells around her because they don't want to. I've got a story on that. I'd like your perspective. Um, I remember once a few years ago, I was with a really good female friend. I said to her, oh, you, know, you look so beautiful today, really heartfelt, sincere. And she got really got like emotional about it. And I said, what's up? She goes, that's the first time in my life that anyone's ever called me beautiful. And she was the one of the most stunning girls I've seen. And I was quite moved by that. And the next day, I wrote on Facebook a thing about it. So how can this happen? Where are men showing up in their lives that they're not being honest and open about desire? I felt quite moved from the heart about it. And I've never been so mocked before in my life as status. All the women liked it, supported it. The on men, Facebook? Yeah, the men went into it. Um, it was interesting to a certain group of friends. Said, oh, why are you doing what that? What did you say? Do you remember? I, I said exactly that. I said, what, what has happened that a woman can go through her life and not be beautiful? Where are the men today that aren't speaking from their truth? These things. And he got this kind of attack, like, oh, you know, you're being, you're being really effeminate, all these things, romance, whatever, kind of negative, very, very cynical, almost like this was an anti-masculine thing. Yeah, yeah. Sensitive, yeah. rage guy. But this is instincts. I guess a lot of people look at this way of beauty, and go, oh, it's very idealistic, it's very artistic, yeah. it's masculine, don't like it. But at the same time, maybe that's why beautiful women are lonely, because she lived her whole life yeah. and no one sold that. Probably because men thought, oh, I can't say that. That's trying too hard. Because I'm not what my macho, friends think yeah. if I tell a girl she's beautiful. These things, mm -hmm. kind of little mind attitude. But what's also interesting is I spoke to her two years later and she said, I still remember you're the first person to ever tell me you're beautiful. <laughs> but since you did, I've had about four or five people say it since. Wow. And it's almost like something changed in her as well. Yeah, because I would imagine it's not like, oh, everyone's read Sam's book or heard his MP3 on the internet. Yeah, like said, exactly, I yeah. imagine like she's energetically a bit more open yeah. to it than ever before. Yeah, wow. that too. But it, it was sad for me because I remember we talked a lot about speaking from the heart and I was a, 
know, Facebook's not a moment people and usually roll their emotions up. <laughs> I go let it out and I remember going, oh, I felt crushed for two days. Every time I got a notification, it was someone else trying to make some little pop joke about it. Yeah. Because it was like, oh, you're someone trying to do this more aesthetic way of way of life and we don't like that. We want to bring you down to where where we are. We don't like this yeah. attitude. You, sorry, Jerome, go ahead. It's so prevalent. Like the countries mm. we're all from, England, oh, yeah. England, Australia, Canada. Yeah. Like for me to learn how to be more authentic and a better yeah. lover of women feels like I've had to cut through so many different layers of cultural conditioning yeah. and huge. Like just <laughs> so I was, I was brought up in the eighties. And if I said, if I had celebrated, uh, the women around me, teachers at school and my mother, if I said, you look pretty today, God, what do you want as a response? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then and if I too. say you look really beautiful in that dress, it's like, Hey, I'm a, I'm a modern professional woman. I'm much more than a pretty face. Don't you see that? Yeah, so yeah. I would yeah. like my honest, good-natured, sure. childlike love for women. Yeah, was cut, and I think we've all experienced versions oh, yeah, of yeah. that. So oh, growing geez. into this man who is like, I will proclaim, like, embrace my love for women, proclaim it to the world, speak it when I'm with yeah. women. It's like causes anxiety almost <laughs> to, oh, to yeah. tell a woman she looks really nice tonight on this date. Uh, it took a while, man. I to... felt that a lot. It's interesting. We both travel a lot. I remember once I came back from a big trip, that was amazing. You're in these you know, really nice locations of beaches and things. And so I had some fantastic experiences. I went back to England and it was just like, I remember even just walking through a crowd and someone was giving me attitude. I wasn't even talking to the person. <laughs> it was just kind of that energy. You could have been in this almost like dreamlike, fairy-like state, which often happens when you travel with people from different cultures. And you come back to this environment. It sounds like you're being bitter, like, oh, you know, move to somewhere else. It's all about them. But there is something to that as a cultural thing. Mm. And it's sad. Yeah. I think this is why I like these conversations now, because maybe there's going to be more men that step up and say, you know what? Yeah, I agree, yeah. Men laugh at me, whatever, but this is how I feel. And you can and That's bet. a great thing. You guys can bet there'll be guys watching this video that are going to be, come on, what a bunch of losers. Exactly. Talking about the, the beauty song of women, you know. Yeah, for sure. Lame. Lame. Little do they know what they're missing out in this world. And, mm. and, the, and the great scoundrel mischief strength of masculine energy, that's possible if you're in sitting in, in, in the respect and empathy of the female spirit, mm. they have no idea. And they're, they're trying they're, theirs is a, a trying to grab women and trying to bring them into the bed and into the lives and, and having a way with them and, uh, with the money or status game, yeah. whatever, what it is. Yeah. Yeah. They're trying to like to conquer, to conquer. And women look at around at, at, at this kind of a conversation and guys who are sitting in this kind of a uh, conversation and say, you know what? I give freely to this guy. Yeah. This is a nice guy energy. Yeah. This is as much scoundrel, masculine, sexual energy as there is in the world. Exactly. Right. And there's no taking. You said it earlier. Yeah. The desire to share as opposed to take is fantastic. And that's, and, and, and there's be a lot of guys that won't understand that. Say, oh, talk about the touchy feelings. Exactly. But this is, this is the spirit. This is, this is where this is the real, this is the real, I don't know what you call it. The real deal. The real deal. <laughs> I remember a story related to that. And this was a, a nice moment of triumph as I was, I had a friend. He's like, oh, Rich, what are you doing? You're, you're not supposed to compliment women. And I was like, what? This is the thing I've ever heard in my life. And I was on a date with that girl. I had a great relationship for a while. And I was being really sweet with her and complimenting her. She's like, I feel so good when I'm around you. And I said the story, I was like, I have a friend that says you're not supposed to compliment this woman. It's weak. It's tried too hard. 
And she laughed. She actually ended up phoning him up and telling him what, what he thought. I was one of the people that like, he's like, just so you know, I'm, I'm here with him now. And I thought absolutely fantastic. Kind of like, who do you think you are? <laughs> Which is fantastic. But again, that is a prevalent view, particularly in the West of you can't be that. Yeah. You've got to play it cool, treat them mean. You know, it's like you, it's you like I do with men. They have to attract women without trying. And if you're, you know, without being, letting themselves be authentic, yeah. real. Yeah. And if they somehow show their emotions, whatever this, then that's like, yeah, that mentality. Yeah. 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 Sad. Little do they know. Little do they know. Missing <laughs> out so much. Yeah. I've got a point here related to this. Mm. Um, this is just a bit of a theory, I guess, I've come up with in my travels. You say beautiful women are lonely because they are never fully included in the lives of others. Mm. And I think there's, like, my understanding is, I think that has everything to do with how most people, most men, actually have some kind of incapacity to receive love from a beautiful woman. Mm. Say more about that, that's interesting. So we're talking about celebrating women yeah. and how it's, like, culturally taboo, almost, yeah. in many cases. Yeah. And I've been at the receiving end of a woman who's truly loved and celebrated me as well. Mm. Like I've, I've even sat in a circle and had different women appreciate me. And by the end of it, it's like, I, I'm, it's anxiety provoking. Mm. I move to tears. I want to get the hell out of there because there's wow. so much beauty and so much love coming in my direction. It's like it actually hits some kind of, uh, internal mm. inflection point. It, like I get up against the limit and it's like, Okay, too much beauty, too much love, completely uncomfortable, <laughs> can't deal with it, don't I need to yeah. go outside and take some air. There's some massive truth to that. Like my journey towards having more women, love and beauty in my life has corresponded to my actual ability to let that go in. Mm. To receive. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost a self love thing. Can I love myself enough to actually let beautiful women come close to me? to let beautiful women actually love me because yeah, yeah. it doesn't take much love from a very beautiful woman to overwhelm you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so kidding. Man. That's an interesting observation. Wonder if any of mm. you have had that experience. Um, yeah, maybe, but I don't, I don't understand the same way you do. Yeah. That's an interesting perspective on that. I used to run away from it. Mm. What do you mean? Used to um, <coughs> sabotage relationships <laughs> if it got too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've had a few experiences and it, it shakes your beliefs, everything you think about yourself to your core. When an incredible woman likes you, I don't even know how to phrase it. Just everything you thought about yourself changes. As a, part of you wants to run away, and part of you is really happy. And you look back and you beat yourself up about all the experiences you've had where you haven't shown up a man enough. And when you have that love back, it's like, wow, yeah, this is possible. It's like, like the Matrix, you've taken the red pill. You can never go back to mundane game playing relationships again when you've had like a rich, raw connection. No, you can't go back. Awesome. There's no going back. But actually, I think a lot of guys, and probably myself as well, have tasted that pill and seen a little bit about them what the love is and how that will change everything. Be like, no, thank you. I don't want to have to re 
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like reconfirm, reauthor my whole beliefs about who I am and what the world right. is. Yeah, better keep away because yeah. that's some scary stuff. That's a one-off. Yeah, which is yeah. what you said. Right. It's easier to sabotage it and go oh, back yeah. to, you know, to your comfort zone than to than to really explore that side. So yeah. this whole thing about anxiety, you know, the guys will say I've got approach anxiety. I want to talk to mm. a girl, but I get anxious. I still feel it a little bit now. I know mm. it's more excitement than anxiety. But a very beautiful woman comes into a cafe and with the type of beauty that is resonates with me. Mm. And I'm like, oh, God, (laughs) had to happen right now. I was busy with work and now something really amazing might happen. And, uh, cool. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good thing. Yeah. Amazing what makes, you know, what captures the heart of man. And I think beautiful Mm. women are lonely because... That power, the power that a beautiful woman has or a woman who's in touch with her beauty has is so enormous. Mm. It can change a man's life in a second or it can completely devastate it. And I think beautiful women might be lonely because it's very, very scary to ride that love devastation. To go in contact with that. Yeah. 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 Just like keep away from me. I'm comfortable over here. Don't want to go through the roller coaster. Think that might be lying at the core of a lot of the anxiety that that yeah, men feel. I, I think this, that's what I wrote in there. I feel exactly the same way, mm. like, and I feel that I can empathise with those women because I feel that myself. Yeah, really. Yeah. It's like that uh, quote, famous quote. This is uh, you know our, our greatest fear is not that we are inadequate, so we're powerful beyond all measure. It's not our darkness, our light that scares us most. It's almost like that when you encounter yeah. beautiful women. It's not like your fear of failure. It's a kind of this is how it could be. Yeah. And that scares you because you're not used to that. It's like, whoa, I, I want to stay out in my, here in my comfort zone of this is what I'm used to. This is how the world is. And when you see what's possible, it kind of, yeah, you don't want to go there. I mean, I, there's a phrase in the book right in this passage somewhere where it's basically saying men know what to do with a quote unquote hot woman. Mm. Yeah. But they have no idea what to do with oh, a beautiful woman. That's yeah. why they shy away. That's yeah. why they're yeah. lonely. Yeah. You just said it. That yeah. kind of thing. They know what to do with all of them. No problem. I gotta yeah. Do some things like that. But to a beautiful woman, they don't know how to approach which angle, which, because it is a, it's an opening. Mm. It's a true beauty. You have to open yourself to receive beauty, like you yeah. said. And that's, so I'll go back to the hot women. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. the ground, right? It's yeah. Like we can have what we want, maybe, but we don't have to open up this too much and, yeah. and risk it. Right. That's a friend of mine. Uh, his name is, Rob McNamara is a published author and talks a lot about um, love, actually. And he says there is no um, there is no division, gap, or separation between your heart's greatest love and your heart's greatest devastation. Oh. And I think of your story with Natalia mm-hmm. and just like having such, not just the physical or the energetic beauty of that woman, but fully drinking in her entire life story of hard work and gratitude and putting on, you know, a courageous, brave, loving face, like to fully drink in that entire life story with that amount of beauty and then fly back to your small town in Canada. (laughs) It's um, when I've had my encounters with a woman like that, followed by the goodbye with a woman like that, Mm. Have to go in my room and lock myself away for three months and be like, (laughs) 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 it's like, don't know if I can take that again. It's so extraordinary. 
had that very recently. And there's a story by Casanova, actually. He, um, he goes to Paris for the first time and is a massive success, you know, in, in the courts, in the society, mm-hmm. in the casinos of Paris. Everyone loves him. He falls in love with one of, one of the city's most eligible and beautiful women. And then he gets kicked out of the country because of a gambling fine or some kind of war breaks out. And they take him very quickly in a carriage to Holland, where he closes himself in the back bedroom of an inn, oh, yeah. refuses to open the door for three months and doesn't eat. Or, doesn't eat. Yeah. He almost starves himself to death because he was separated from this woman that he loved so much. It's like such was the... This is the greatest ladies' man of all time, supposedly. <laughs> yeah. But such was the devastation of the flip side of the coin of the yeah. love that he found, yeah. that he... You know, there were moments where he's almost suicidal with it as well. Yeah. Guess it makes sense to protect ourselves from those beautiful women. <laughs> with their, with their, with their mm. endless menace of, of true love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of true connection. You really got to like somehow like open yourself up to connect to it. Yeah. Otherwise you can't experience it. Right. Yeah. I think you quote from the book, I think it was Casanova said, um, it's not, about the power men have over women. It's about the power women have over men. Yeah. And that's... You did say that. Yeah. Was that Casanova? He said, yeah. He says, I don't, you know, he said, um, oh, I can't remember what it is. It's in the book. Because mm. I'm thinking of the Albert Camus. He said, mm. I don't conquer, I submit. Mm. That was Casanova. The Camus was, oh. I don't... He said about surrender. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, they both said the same sentiment, which is exactly... And I understand it completely. Mm. Um, I wrote an essay years ago that preceded this book called The Essence of Enlightened Seduction. Do you remember mm. that, Troy? Yeah. It's like the introduction to Yeah, and it's not in this book at all, but mm. the, the, the first sense of it was every true lover knows that the power he has over women lies in the power they have over him. That was it. Yeah. That's the first sentence of my of my my essay, essay which is was, you know, essence of our broader philosophy and um yeah it's like it's he's powerless to her beauty doesn't mean he's needy mm. it's powerless it's, you know that's the essence of seduction like it's just you know, yeah <laughs> what is it seduced, to be seduced by a woman but it's, it's to know that yeah it's like um it's to be seduced by a woman is is to uh, to be able to let yourself go into 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 yeah that's so abstract mm. you know I can say it and it's philosophical mm. but you know it's, it's to let yourself go yeah you know that's I think one of the greatest things that I want to stick to because you know working with you on this a lot of people say seduction that's kind of an edgy thing I think we'll talk yeah. more about yeah. this in the in the next part but seduction is kind of an edgy thing it's a bad word it's darkness we don't mm. really want that yeah but i'm very happy in the fact that seduction is is beautiful and the beauty of it is because as much as we want a woman to surrender and want to enjoy that we have to surrender ourselves it's like mm. it's it's like there's this dancing yeah. um co-created thing between a man and a woman seduction's not about having a walk-in agenda or being a walking yeah. agenda, I want to mm. go here, 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 yeah. here, and conquer. This is my plan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
I think that that for me is the the thing that saves this notion of seduction, mm-hmm. makes it pristine and beautiful and mutual, yeah, natural. We all want to be seduced, yeah. Mm. You know, still on the same chapter. Yeah, no, we're going <laughs> so, deep. All right, am I the seducer or am I the seduced? Is it possible to cast a spell when you are under one yourself? Yeah. That's for uh, next episode, maybe. Yeah. Should we break? Did we cover all this? Leave it there. The intrigue. Just take a break. Yeah. Wow. What's <laughs> for? Four. Okay.